Welcome to the Daily Bible Read 2023. This podcast is based on copyrighted materials assembled and owned by Ben Phillips of Teach Faith at Home, the link to which is provided in the show notes. Permission has been granted for the use of these materials in the production of this podcast. My name is Steve Hafner of The Public Reader. Let's begin today's Bible Read. For orientation purposes, here's some metadata about today's episode. This is episode 32 of 313 planned episodes for the Daily Bible Read 2023. The scheduled date for this daily read is Tuesday, February the 7th. We are in week 6 of the plan, and it is the 38th day of 2023. At the conclusion of today's episode, we will have completed 10.26% of the reading plan. Yes. One might be questioning if we are basically a twelfth of the way through the year. How is it we are 10% done? Fair question. But don't forget, you have Sundays off on this plan. So we are reading more in less time than most plans. Just wanted anyone that might be questioning the math, how I arrived at the percentage complete. And for anyone that is terribly legalistic about the math, then the basis for the math is really the number of completed episodes divided by the number of planned episodes, multiply that by 100, and then round to do two decimal places. It is not based on the number of pages completed, divided by the total number of pages. Just in case anyone out there was checking my accuracy. Today, we will continue our read in Exodus by reading chapters 26 through 29. We continue our faithful march through Exodus on the way to Leviticus by Saturday. So grab a water, tea or coffee, and if you're driving, buckle up and let's have some fun. As a reminder, we are performing a chronological read of the Bible in 2023, reading through the events of the Bible in the order that they occurred. But before we start, let's pray together. Our Father in Heaven, it's just uh, amazing that we have already read a tenth of the Bible. It it seems uh, in just a short amount of time each day we can commune with you, discern your wisdom, and and seek your will, as we always do in these times when we're sitting down to read and, and, uh, and just make this a part of our, our quiet time, our, our worship time. We love you, Lord, and we love to hear your voice through your word. In your name, amen. Exodus chapter 26, the tabernacle. Moreover, you shall make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen and blue and purple and scarlet yarns. You shall make them with cherubim, skillfully worked into them. The length of each curtain shall be 28 cubits, and the breadth of each curtain four cubits. All the curtains shall be the same size. Five curtains shall be coupled to one another, and the other five curtains shall be coupled to one another. And you shall make loops of blue on the edge of the outermost curtain in the first set. Likewise, you shall make loops on the edge of the outermost curtain in the second set. Fifty loops you shall make on the one curtain, and fifty loops you shall make on the edge of the curtain that is in the second set. The loops shall be opposite one another, and you shall make fifty clasps of gold, and couple the curtains one to the other with the clasps. 
so that the tabernacle may be a single whole. You shall also make curtains of goat's hair for a tent over the tabernacle. Eleven curtains shall you make. The length of each curtain shall be thirty cubits, and the breadth of each curtain four cubits. The eleven curtains shall be the same size. You shall couple five curtains by themselves, and six curtains by themselves. And the sixth curtain you shall double over at the front of the tent. You shall make fifty loops on the edge of the curtain, that is the outermost in one set, and fifty loops on the edge of the curtain, that is the outermost in the second set. You shall make fifty clasps of bronze, and put the clasps into the loops, and couple the tent together, that it may be a single whole. And the part that remains of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remains, shall hang over the back of the tabernacle. And the extra that remains in the length of the curtains, the cubit on the one side and the cubit on the other side, shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle, on this side and that side, to cover it. And you shall make for the tent a covering of tanned ram skins, and a covering of goat skins on top. You shall make upright frames for the tabernacle of acacia wood. Ten cubits shall be the length of a frame, and a cubit and a half the breadth of each frame. There shall be two tenons in each frame for fitting together. So shall you do for all the frames of the tabernacle. You shall make the frames for the tabernacle, twenty frames for the south side, and forty bases of silver you shall make under the twenty frames. Two bases under one frame, for it is two tenons, and two bases under the next frame, for it is two tenons. And for the second side of the tabernacle on the north side, twenty frames, and there forty bases of silver, two bases under one frame, and two bases under the next frame. And for the rear of the tabernacle's westward wall, you shall make six frames. And you shall make two frames for corners of the tabernacle in the rear. They shall be separate beneath, but joined at the top, at the first ring. Thus shall it be with both of them. They shall form the two corners, and there shall be eight frames with their bases of silver, sixteen bases, two bases under one frame and two bases under another frame. You shall make bars of acacia wood, five for the frames of the one side of the tabernacle and five bars for the frames of the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the frames of the side of the tabernacles at the rear westward. The middle bar Halfway up the frames shall run from end to end. You shall overlay the frames with gold and shall make their rings of gold for holders for the bar. And you shall overlay the bars with gold. Then you shall erect the tabernacle according to the plan for it that you are shown on the mountain. And you shall make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen. It shall be made with cherubim skillfully worked into them. And you shall hang it on four pillars of acacia wood, overlaid with gold, with hooks of gold on four bases of silver. And you shall hang the veil from the class, and bring the ark of the testimony in there with, within the veil. And the veil shall separate for you the holy place from the most holy. You shall place the mercy seat on the ark of the testimony in the most holy place. And you shall set the table outside the veil, and the lampstand on the south side of the tabernacle opposite the table. And you shall put the table on the north side, 
and you shall make a screen for the entrance of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen, embroidered with needlework. And you shall make for the screen five pillars of acacia, and overlay them with gold. Their hooks shall be of gold, and you shall cast five bases of bronze for them. Exodus chapter 27, the bronze altar. You shall make the altar of acacia wood five cubits long and five cubits broad. The altar shall be square and its height shall be three cubits. And you shall make horns for it on its four corners. Its horns shall be of one piece with it and you shall overlay it with bronze. You shall make pots for it to receive its ashes and shovels and basins and forks and fire pans. You shall make all its utensils of bronze. You shall also make for it a grating, a network of bronze, and on the net you shall make four bronze rings as it, as its four corners, and you shall set it under the ledge of the altar so that the net extends halfway down the altar. And you shall make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with bronze. And the poles shall be put through the rings so that the poles are on the two sides of the altar when it is carried. You shall make it hollow with boards. As it has been shown you on the mountain, so shall it be made. The Court of the Tabernacle You shall make the court of the tabernacle. On the south side of the court shall have hangings of fine twined linen, a hundred cubits long for one side. Its twenty pillars and their twenty bases shall be of bronze, and the hooks of the pillars and their fillets shall be of silver. And likewise, for its length on the north side, there shall be hangings a hundred cubits long, its pillars twenty and their bases twenty of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets shall be of silver. And for the breach of the court on the west side, there shall be hangings for fifty cubits, with ten pillars and ten bases. The breadth of the court on the front to the east shall be fifty cubits. The hangings for the one side of the gate shall be fifteen cubits, and with their three pillars and three bases. On the other side, the hangings shall be fifteen cubits, with their three pillars and three bases. For the gate of the court there shall be a screen twenty cubits long, of blue and purple and scarlet yarns, and fine twined linen, embroidered with needlework. It shall have four pillars, and with them four bases. All the pillars around the court shall be filleted with silver. Their hooks shall be of silver, and their bases of bronze. The length of the court shall be a hundred cubits, the breadth fifty, and the height five cubits with hangings of fine twine linen and bases of bronze. All the utensils of the tabernacle for every use, and all its pegs, and all the pegs of the court, shall be of bronze. Oil for the lamp. You shall command the people of Israel that they bring to you pure beaten olive oil for the light, that a lamp may be regularly set up to burn, in the tent of meeting, outside the veil that is before the testimony. Aaron and his son shall tend it, from evening to morning before the Lord, and it shall be a statute forever to be observed throughout their generations by the people of Israel. Exodus chapter 28, the priest's garments. Then bring near to you Aaron your brother and his sons with him from among the people of Israel to serve me as priests. 
Aaron and Aaron's son, Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. And you shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother, for glory and for beauty. You shall speak to all the skillful, whom I have filled with the spirit of skill, that they make Aaron's garments to consecrate him for my priesthood. These are the garments that they shall make, a breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a coat of checker work, a turban, and and a sash. They shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother and his sons to serve me as priests. They shall receive gold, blue, and purple scarlet yarns and fine twine linen. And they shall make the ephod of gold, of blue and purple and scarlet yarns, and of fine twine linen, skillfully worked. It shall have two shoulder pieces attached to its two edges so that it may be joined together. And the skillfully woven band on it shall be made like it, and be of one piece with it, of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet yarns, and fine twine linen. You shall take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel, six of their names on the one stone and the names of the remaining six on the other stone, in the order of their birth. As a jeweler engraves signets, so shall you engrave the two stones with the names of the sons of Israel. You shall enclose them in settings of gold filigree, and you shall set the two stones on the shoulders of the ephod as stones of remembrance for the sons of Israel. And Aaron shall bear their names before the Lord on his two shoulders for remembrance. You shall make settings of gold filigree and two chains of pure gold, twisted like cords, and you shall attach the corded chains to the settings. You shall make a breast piece of judgment. In skilled work, in the style of the ephod, you shall make it. Of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet yarns, and fine twine linen shall you make it. It shall be square and double a span, its length and a span its breadth. You shall set in it four rows of stones, a row of serratus, topaz, and carbuncle shall be the first row. In the second row, an emerald, a sapphire, and a diamond. In the third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. In the fourth row, a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. They shall be set in gold and filigree. There shall be twelve stones with their names according to the names of the sons of Israel. They shall be like signets, each engraved with its name for the twelve tribes. You shall make for the breastplate twisted chains like cords of pure gold. And you shall make for the breastplate two rings of gold and put the two rings on the two edges of the breastplate. And you shall put the two cords of gold into the two rings at the edges of the breastpiece. The two ends of the two cords you shall attach to the two settings of filigree, and so attach it in front of the shoulder pieces of the ephod. You shall make two rings of gold and put them at the two ends of the breastpiece, on its inside edge next to the ephod. And you shall make two rings of gold and attach them in front to the lower part of the two shoulder pieces of the ephod, at its seam above the skillfully woven band of the ephod, and they shall bind the breastpiece by its rings to the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, so that it may lie on the skillfully woven band of the ephod, so that the breastpiece shall not come loose from the ephod. So Aaron shall bear the names of the sons of Israel in the breastpiece of judgment on his heart when he goes into the holy place 
to bring them to regular remembrance before the Lord. And in the breastpiece of judgment you shall put the Urim and Thummim, and they shall be on Aaron's heart when he goes in before the Lord. Thus Aaron shall bear the judgment of the people of Israel on his heart before the Lord regularly. You shall make the robe of the ephod olive blue. It shall have an opening for the head in the middle of it, with a woven binding around the opening, like the opening in a garment, so that it may not tear. On its hem you shall make pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet yarns, around its hem with bells of gold between them, a golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate around the hem of the robe. And it shall be on Aaron when he ministers, and its sound shall be heard when he goes into the holy place before the Lord, and when he comes out, so that he does not die. You shall make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it, like the engraving of a signet, holy to the Lord. And you shall fasten it on the turban by a cord of blue, and it shall be on the front of the turban. It shall be on Aaron's forehead. And Aaron shall bear any guilt from the holy things that the people of Israel consecrate as their holy gifts. It shall regularly be on his forehead, that they may be accepted before the Lord. You shall weave the coat and checker work of fine linen, and you shall make a turban of fine linen, and you shall make a sash embroidered with needlework. For Aaron's sons, you shall make coats and sashes and caps. You shall make them for glory and beauty, and you shall put them on Aaron your brother and on his sons with him, and shall anoint them and ordain them and consecrate them, that they may serve me as priests. You shall make for them linen undergarments to cover their naked flesh. They shall reach from the hips to the thighs, and they shall be on Aaron and his sons when they go into the tent of meeting or when they come near the altar to minister in the holy place, lest they bear the guilt and die. This shall be a statute forever for him and for his offspring after him. Exodus chapter 29 Consecration of the Priests Now this is what you shall do to them to consecrate them, that they may serve me as priests. Take one bull of the herd and two rams without blemish, and unleavened bread, and unleavened cake mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers smeared with oil. You shall make them a fine wheat flour. You shall put them in one basket, and bring them in the basket, and bring the bull and the two rams. You shall bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Then you shall take the garments and put on Aaron the coat and the robe of the ephod and the ephod and the breastpiece, and gird him with the skillfully woven band of the ephod. And you shall set the turban on his head and put the holy crown on the turban. You shall take the anointing oil and pour it on his head and anoint him. Then you shall bring his sons and put coats on them, and you shall gird Aaron and his sons with sashes and bind caps on them, and the priesthood shall be theirs by a statute forever. Thus you shall ordain Aaron and his sons. Then you shall bring the bull before the tent of meeting. Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the bull. Then you shall kill the bull before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting, and shall Take part of the blood of the bull and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger, and the rest of the blood you shall pour 
out at the base of the altar. And you shall take all the fat that covers the entrails, and the long lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, and burn them on the altar. Put the flesh of the bull in its skin and its dung, you shall burn with fire outside the camp. It is a sin offering. Then you shall take one of the rams, and Aaron and his son shall lay their hands on the head of the ram, and you shall kill the ram, and shall take its blood, and throw it against the sides of the altar. Then you shall cut the ram into pieces, and wash its entrails and legs, and put them with its pieces and its head, and burn the whole ram on the altar. It is a burned offering to the Lord. It is a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. You shall take the other ram, and Aaron and his son shall lay their hands on the head of the ram, and you shall kill the ram, and take part of its blood, and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron, and on the tips of the right ears of his son, and on the thumbs of the right hands, and on the great toes of their right feet, and throw the rest of the blood against the side of the altar. Then you shall take part of the blood that is on the altar, and of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it on Aaron and his garments, and on his sons and his sons' garments with him. He and his garments shall be holy, and his sons and his sons' garments with him. You shall also take the fat from the ram, and the fat tail, and the fat that covers the entrails, and the long lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys, with the fat that is on them, and the right thigh, for it is a ram of ordination, and one loaf of bread, and one cake of bread made with oil, and one wafer out of the basket of unleavened bread that is before the Lord. You shall put all these on the palms of Aaron and on the palms of his sons, and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. Then you shall take them from their hands and burn them on the altar on top of the burnt offering as a pleasing aroma before the Lord. It is a food offering to the Lord. You shall take the breast of the ram of Aaron's ordination and wave it for a wave offering before the Lord, and it shall be your portion. And you shall consecrate the breast of the wave offering that is waved and the thigh of the priest's portion that is contributed from the ram of ordination. From what was Aaron's and his son's, it shall be for Aaron and his sons a perpetual due from the people of Israel, for it is a contribution. It shall be a contribution from the people of Israel from their peace offerings, their contribution to the Lord. The holy garments of Aaron shall be for his sons after him. They shall be anointed in them and ordained in them. The son who succeeds him as priest, who comes into the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place, shall wear them seven days. You shall take the ram of ordination and boil its flesh in a holy place. And Aaron and his sons shall eat the flesh of the ram and the bread that is in the basket in the entrance of the tent of meeting. They shall eat those things with which atonement was made at their ordination and consecration, but an outsider shall not eat of them because they are holy. And if any of the flesh for the ordination or of the bread remain until the morning, then you shall burn the remainder with the fire. It shall not be eaten because it is holy. Thus you shall do to Aaron and to his sons according to all that I have commanded you. Through seven days shall you ordain them, and every day you shall offer a bull as a sin offering for atonement. Also, 
You shall purify the altar when you make atonement for it, and shall anoint it to consecrate it. Seven days you shall make atonement for the altar and consecrate it, and the altar shall be most holy. Whatever touches the altar shall become holy. Now, this is what you shall offer on the altar. Two lambs, a year old, day by day regularly. One lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. And with the lamb, a tenth measure of fine flour mingled with a fourth of a hen of beaten oil, and a fourth of a hen of wine for a drink offering. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight, and shall offer with it a grain offering and its drink offering as in the morning, for a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. It shall be a regular burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord. Where I will meet with you to speak with you there, there I will meet with the people of Israel, and it shall be sanctified by my glory. I will consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar. Aaron also and his sons I will consecrate to serve as my priests. I will dwell among the people of Israel and will be their God. And they shall know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. The memory verse for February is Genesis 2:18. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Genesis 2:18. Well, that wraps up episode 32 of The Reading Plan. I thank God and you for supporting this podcast. May God's word be heard and heeded. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to The Daily Bible Read 2023. The Daily Bible Read 2023 podcast is based on copyrighted materials assembled and owned by Ben Phillips of Teach Faith at Home, the link to which is provided in the show notes. Permission has been granted for the use of these materials in the production of this podcast. The Daily Bible Read 2023 podcast itself is independently produced by the public reader and is voiced by Steve Hafner. It is provided as a service without cost. It is intended to provide listeners with the opportunity to familiarize themselves with the Bible and its teachings. The English Standard Version is the source of each daily reading. You are encouraged to use this podcast to supplement your daily reading and quiet time and is not intended to be a replacement for it. Each month, we are encouraged to memorize a section of Scripture as a part of our efforts to make God's Word a part of our daily walk and a part of our core mental fabric. We will use this memory verse as a part of each episode's content. The second link in the podcast notes provides you with tips for helping you establish your daily quiet time and other reference material to supplement your daily readings. Occasionally, we will take time after the daily read to explore the resources available in this link, so you're aware of some of the resources that are available to you as you learn more about how God loves you and wants to be a part of your life.